Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But we do have a guest in the studio tonight. Our guest is driver of the number 13 uh, truck for Thor Sport Motorsports um, with support from uh, LA Hot Sauce, Carolina Nut Company, uh, Myatt Snyder. Myatt. Pleased to have you in the studio with us tonight. How are you this evening? Well, I'm happy to be representing uh, the Ford Performance drivers after such a good weekend. You know, with uh, Clint Boyer winning and uh, Harvick running second, it was uh, kind of the perfect storm. Absolutely. Yeah, the Fords have been strong this year. So uh, so now for you folks out there listening who maybe have not heard uh, Myatt Snyder's name, you probably have heard of his dad, um, Marty Snyder, who's uh, worked in television for years and years that uh, we've seen him in the pit lanes at IndyCar races. We've seen him in the pit lanes at NASCAR races. We've seen him on the sidelines at football games. And I guess my question for you, Mike, is, is that kind of how you were brought into racing? Did your dad take you along to the track when he was working? Because I know there's a famous guy named Jackie Eeks, whose dad was a journalist and became really interested in racing the same way. So uh, I, I just like to know some of your early influences, um, and that, that drove you towards wanting to race cars. He actually, um, he, he, being that he worked in motorsports for so long, I was always around it. But he always wanted me to, you know, kind of like find my own path. But uh, you know, it was kind of inevitable at some point it, um, that I was going to end up in racing. Um, so it, it happened around the time when I was in uh, just before middle school, and uh, I just wanted to try it out. And, and when you're that old, it's it's something that you just do for fun. Um, you know, just, um, it's just something that you do for fun after school during the summer. And that's what it was until I was maybe about 15 or 16. And then I started taking it a little bit more seriously, you know, running it more full time. Um, and then I started, uh, I moved up to Legends Cars, I think when I was, uh, 17 or 16. Um, and then moved up to late models when I was 18. Uh, then Arca a couple years later when I was, um, a couple years later when I was 22, or, yeah, or 21, <laughs> and then last year, and then, and uh, I'm still in it this year. Now, going to the Cars Tour, you first started writing that back in 2015. You had 10 top 10s in 10 races, 5 top 5s in the season. You finished third in the standings. Uh, you didn't get your first win until 2017. That was the U.S. Short Track Nationals at Bristol Motor Speedway last year. Uh, and then in ARCA, you were one of a select few, about 10 drivers, who won in their first career start. And just explain that progression, how going from a late model to an ARCA car, how big of a leap that is. Yeah, you know... Um... I I feel like the that whole 
season I had the first year I ran a car show was plagued with bad luck. Like I was, um, I was running second, I believe, uh, in the third race that we had at Orange County. Um, third race of the whole schedule, and uh, had like a valve spring go out with uh, I think five to go as I was making a pass for the lead, um, and it just a bunch of random stuff like that happened to you know plague us with bad luck. Um, but, you know, I, I was leading the points going into the final race, um, and uh, but still ended up there. We had a, we had a good run that year. Um, but, yeah, I did end up winning the Short Track U.S. Nationals last year. Um, you know, finally good to get that car short win out of the way. And then, um, yeah, I was, for the ARCA stuff, I was actually kind of worried that I wasn't going to make, like, a, a proper transition, like, to it. Like, I kind of struggled in the test, um, but come race day, I ended up qualifying third. We were fast in practice, and uh, everything was looking really good. And uh, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. You know, I ended up racing a lot more like a late model than I thought. Had a lot of grip. It was a lot of fun. Hot, slick. Um, Toledo was a blast. And, uh, you know, to get the win in your first Arca start, you join that elite club. It's, uh, it's something special. And since then, you've moved up to the truck series. You ran part-time last year with Kyle Busch. This year, you're running full-time with Door Sport Racing. Uh, this past weekend wasn't the best for you. Uh, can you explain what happened between you and Dalton Sargent that ended up wiping both yourself and Jennifer Joe Cobb out of the race? Yeah, just an unfortunate racing deal, and, uh, you know, that happens sometimes. You you do your best to, to control everything that you can, but uh, sometimes it just doesn't work out for you. But actually, up until that point, it was a really good race for us. We were... Um, we were, I'd say for the past couple of races, we we were trying out some different strategies to, like, to get a win. You know, we almost won it on fuel mileage at Kansas. Um, you know, we, we were doing stuff like that, but we we sat down, we were thinking, you know, we need to, do, we need to get stage, you know, because that's what helps you to um, gain spots in the championship. Um, and that's what we did. We finished third in the first stage and eighth in the second stage, and I think we were running seventh at that point, um, you know, catching sixth. So, you know, Texas is a place where you have to be really good at one corner and then the other corner is just so fast that everybody's about the same. Um, but, you know, we, we had a really good race up to that point, and it's just unfortunate what happened. Now, speaking of Texas, earlier today they released the schedule for next year. Texas is being moved up the fall race. It's now going to be in March, uh, making a triple header weekend. And... Is there a track that you would want to see on the schedule? Yeah, I would really love to see some place like Lucas Oil Raceway uh, in Indianapolis. That would be really cool. Um, that or maybe Dominion Raceway uh, or maybe even Auto Club, you know. Um, I think it's good when we have companion weekends with Cup. Um, you know, it's <laughs> uh, a lot of these tracks I think that, you know, NASCAR has shied away from are still really good. Um, like I said, I think it, uh I just watched a, uh, uh, I think it was an Xfinity race from like 2009 or something when they were racing at Full Raceway, and it was, uh, it was absolutely, it looked absolutely insane, you know, just the restart and how many cars were there. So, you know, I think maybe a few old tracks we could break back would be good. Now, going back to Texas, this past weekend, you ran in companion with IndyCar, First off, what is it like to run with a series that's a completely different discipline? And second, how 
quickly are you able to adapt to a different rubber compound where they run Firestone or, say, with Arca where they run General Tire? Well, I haven't really... We haven't, I haven't seen a truck race. Um, well, I say that. I, I ran Chicagoland last year, and that had the, the Arca rubber on it. But um, as far as the Firestone rubber, it actually adds a lot of grip for the trucks. Like, we had a, there was a lot of grip in the track for qualifying... You know, when IndyCar had just been out, um, it, it adds a lot of speed. Um, but, you know, it, it's two totally different worlds. I stayed I stayed there and hung out for the IndyCar race. It was actually really cool. Um, so to be there and watch that was just really awesome. Um, they're insanely fast. Even with the low downforce package, they're doing, like, they're doing 220 average. So to, to see that is insane. Um, you know, I definitely would like to run an IndyCar race one day. Um, but, but yeah, you know, you, you try and adapt the best to the rubber, um, but it, the general t- or the the Firestone rubber helped out a lot uh, with grip. And as we were talking about before the show, and you just alluded to, you would want to run an IndyCar race one day. What about something like Formula One, which is Richard's forte as far as knowledge <laughs> there, or another discipline altogether like Robbie Gordon's Stadium Super Trucks, which was also at Texas. Hey, anything with a, a steering wheel and a gas pedal, I'm steering wheel, four wheels, I'm good to go. Uh, you know, Formula One is something that I grew up wanting to race. Um, but, you know, like I said, it was, you know, racing for me was, you know, not that serious until I was about 16. And from what I was told, you have to be in like in a factory cart ride by the time you're like 13 for that. So um, <laughs> I was maybe just a little bit late on that one. Um, but, you know, the stadium super trucks, I think they were with us at uh, Texas this past weekend. And it was it was insane just to watch them go through the jumps, hop over the walls, and um, you know, beat and bang into each other. They they look like a blast to drive, um, kind of like driving a land barge. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would definitely would love running Formula One race one day. Now, one more question for me: uh, To my knowledge, you have not run a race on dirt. So, what are your expectations going into Eldora later this year? Well, I think we've seen um, almost, I think, uh, maybe three completely different uh, winners ever since it started, or three different styles of wins since we started, because as far as I can remember, of all the people who've won, it's been Daryl Wallace, um, Kyle Larson, maybe? Did he Larson did win one. Yeah, so, and then uh, Matt Crafton won last year. So you've got uh, an up-and-coming kid who's never raced dirt, um, or I guess he's a cup driver now, so you can't call him up and coming. <laughs> a legit dirt racer and uh, a Wiley veteran of the truck series. So you've got three completely different guys, as far as I can remember. So I'm going in with the, an open expectation that knowing that you know just about any driving style can win there, um, and uh, I'm just gonna have fun with it. I mean, it's you're driving a truck on you're driving a NASCAR truck on dirt. So how much how much uh, fun can you have with it? Probably a lot. Now, Frank, do you have any questions? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm just, just looking at the truck schedule. So this is your first full season in the truck series, and we're talking about different tracks, and, you know, the trucks, uh, you know, the Eldora's out there, you know, obviously you've got, you've got like, Pocono, which is an interesting tr- track, and then Martinsville, which is the total opposite. Uh, is, there, is there a track that you haven't run on that, that you kind of really have circled on your cal- calendar, and you're thoroughly looking forward to trying out? Um, I would say Canadian Tire Park, uh, most sport. I always love road courses, and I've been kind of starved of it. Um, 
you know, for a long time. I mean, the last time I ran a large course was in a Legends car. Um, but, but being able to go up to Canada, I have family up there, um, and, and being able to run a road course in a big, heavy stock car is, you know, something that you look forward to. It's, uh, it's a blast. You kind of sling them around the track, and uh, you have a lot of fun. Um, and, of course, Eldora, too. That one's going to be a blast. You know, all these, all these tracks are fun, and they're, uh, they're great to go to. Now, uh, Richard, I want, I'd like to bring you into the conversation here. So, Richard, you've got a question? Yeah, yeah. How's it going? Great. Great. Good, uh, good. Th- that's uh, your I whole question? Yeah. Pouring a beer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, so... Hey, I, I, hello? Yeah, no, um, yeah, so my, my question is, uh, I guess it's more... We, we discuss it a lot when it comes to the Xfinity series, but, you know, you do see it in the truck series. What's your opinion on, you know, when you get some of the cup drivers stepping down into a truck, you know, is that something you learn from them, or do you feel that sometimes they take the attention away from... The guys that probably deserve, you know, deserve it. Who are the regular runners? You know, I've seen a, a million different theories on how to how to deal with this. But the thing is, you think back to like you know the early two thousands and come back, <laughs> there would be twenty of them in an Xfinity race, and uh, nobody batted an eye. Um, you know, I think one thing they're doing now is that they're running, you know, they're running cup level equipment, uh, which definitely are not cup level equipment, but like. Um, Xfinity teams that are basically based on, on yeah. the top team, um, you know, so that definitely, you know, maybe give them a leg up a bit. Um, but I think it's a good thing, honestly, because you get to run against uh, a really experienced person. You learn from them every time. You know, every time Kyle Busch is on the track, I'm wondering what he's doing and why he's doing it. Um, and he obviously runs a lot of truck races. Uh, he's the only cup driver who really does anymore. Um, but any time that I can, you know, learn from him... Um, I think it's I think it's good for me personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's one of these sort of debates that's going been going on so much lately. Especially, you know, Carol Bush is probably the prime example. You know, he turns up in a in an Xfinity car, and you are pretty much sort of fighting for second a lot of the time out there. But uh, you know, it does get the attention on the series, I guess, and it you know it's good for the sponsors and it's good for the TV coverage as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anytime you can add broadcast value to to a sport, um, you know, especially some of the lower series that may not have as good a viewership as Cup, um, you know, you it, it's helpful. I think you know, have it. You know, as much as people like to complain about it, it does help the sport. Um, yeah. You know, it brings more attention to the younger drivers. Um, you know, while the guy may win, if you if you're battling for the lead with that guy, um, that Cup driver, then you're going to get a lot more uh, notoriety than you would if you had just, uh, you know, than if you had just finished second to, you know, a series regular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, the next race for you is this weekend at Iowa. Uh, Ford has never won in the truck series at Iowa. Uh, with you mentioning earlier the dominance of Ford performance in the Cup Series, they've been running well in the Xfinity Series. Is there just something missing in the truck series for you and your team? Well, you got to think, um, you know, we we just switched to Ford this year. So we're trying to figure it out. Everybody's trying to figure out this whole uh, Ilmore motor, spec motor. Um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a different ball game this year. Um, but, you know, I think Thor Sport has done a really good job at adapting, you know, especially for how late that they transitioned to being a Ford team. Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of great work from them, and um, 
we've actually been close quite a few times. Um, ben had a really good truck at Martinsville. I had a really good truck at Vegas. Uh, Matt had a really good truck at Atlanta. I think he ran like third. Um, you know, and and Grant's been close a few times. So we've all been close. It's just we just need that one little bit of of luck or uh, things to go our way. And I think one of us will be in victory lane pretty soon. So, Matt, are you ever spooked with the fact that you run the number 13? I mean, number 13 is, you know, <laughs> been, been considered unlucky in auto racing. It was actually banned in IndyCar racing for years and years. It was never used in Formula 1. It was used very infrequently uh, in NASCAR, and I think the stat is the only guy that ever won a cup-level race with the number 13 was Johnny Rutherford uh, back in the 60s at a qualifier uh, for the, for Daytona, so uh, are you superstitious at all? Um, do you do you do you like the number? Um, I mean, was it that number by design, or or is it just something that could, that, that you could care less about? You know, I I don't have any problems with it. Um, you know, it, it with the black font on it and everything, it uh, it actually kind of looks uh, pretty cool. Um, you know, I, I enjoy running it and. Uh, I wasn't going to go and tell Thorsport, yeah, we can't run that, you know. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, if you're putting me in the car, yeah, whatever number you want. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I, I enjoy it. I, I try not to stay superstitious. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think you make your own luck sometimes. Absolutely. So now you've uh, you've mentioned that you, you really enjoy road racing. Um, now, where did you, uh, uh, you know, where did you have a chance to, like, do some road racing early on. What in shifter carts or, um, or or what other kind of disciplines did you race early on that you had a chance to do do some road racing? I actually made a lot of my road starts in Legend Car, um, in the infield road in Charlotte Motor Speedway. I actually that was my first win in a Legends car on a road course. So, um, so being able to run those is a lot of fun. Um, but like I said, I've been kind of starved of road courses for a while now um so finally be able to go back go back in a stock car is something that i've been looking forward to for a long time yeah that'll be fun i mean that every every time i see stock cars on a road course and i remember the first time i ever saw them and it was sometime in the early 90s i was just flipping channels i'm like what is this it looks like nascar but they're at sonoma and mark martin flipped his car over and jumped out Grabs the crew guys to flip it back and got back in the race. I'm like, wow, this has got some entertainment value to it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, Matt, where can our listeners find you on social media? Uh, yeah, in case they want to kind of follow follow up with your uh, career and see how things are progressing. Well, I've got uh, I've got Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Um, it's basically the same on everything except Instagram. Uh, it's at Myatt Snyder for most everything except Instagram, which is Myatt underscore Snyder. So you can follow me on that everywhere. Um, you know, I try to stay pretty active. Um, I do giveaways decent, uh, decently often. Um, you know, and uh, follow my sponsors too. You know, hot sauce in the Carolina Nut Company. <laughs> now, where are you racing next? Was it Iowa? Is that correct? We got Iowa, then Gateway, um, and then. Kentucky, Kentucky, yeah. All right. Well, well, Seth and I will be at Kentucky, so we'll uh, we'll try to track you down in the garage and say hi and see how you're doing. So uh, we wish you the best of luck, and we wish the Thor Sport um, team best of luck in the, that number thirteen Ford. So uh, thanks again for coming on with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, 
Um, sound like a really enthusiastic young man who enjoys racing, and uh, it's I think it's just fantastic that, that you get to do what you love. So, um, uh, you know, good night for now. We'd love to have you uh, back on the show later in the season to talk about your first truck win when that happens at Canadian Tire Park. How's that sound? That sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, so... Um, well, Matt, good night, and um, we'll uh, we'll have you back on the show again later this year. Again, we appreciate you coming on, uh, and again, folks listening, go to follow Myatt on uh, social media uh, to see how we um, his season rolls out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 